0: I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on here and say that for most practices this season, Red Bull have been, um, you know, their practice pace has been quick, yes, but it's never been representative.
1: It was the same with Mercedes. I mean, those Oaks were like the king of sandbags. I mean, the thing with Ferrari, you know, one has to think like, you know, do do they remember how to win? You know, do they remember how to to be, (laughs) be in a championship? Because, and you must remember, if if they did if they did this last year, it feeds into this year's call because last year's budget cap would have been part of the development for this year's call. Uh, I, I said Yuki, and it, it's so funny. I, oh, I <laughs> think you
0: a- cursed him. I think you cursed Yuki.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh man, it's Shame, man. But. That, uh, sorry, I just wanted to put that in there, uh, that I called that one, but in any case, I wasn't
0: was sure about that Yuki call, honestly. When you said, when you said, I think Yuki's going to crash, I was like,
1: really? At, at what point, at what point does a team say, listen, l- let's, let's get you out here. Four, was it four times this weekend, he overcooked into the exact same corner. Yeah. You know, at this point, you've got to think about it like this. At this point, Russell is privileged, whereas, yeah. Whereas Lewis is entitled, I was quite impressed with Stroll. Um, for 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 somebody who gets a lot of stick, yeah. So
0: now you can't go, yeah. you know, parading the title Mr. Consistency for the first half yeah. of the season and then exactly. Are they starting to make the the car parts of, of the Williams out of paper mache? Like, are they that broke?
1: It's impressive how quickly he closes up on guys in front of him.
0: I think the donkey of the day is whoever designed the bloody Renault engine.
1: How's it, guys? Welcome to Break at Apex. Uh, This is the coolest F1 podcast you will find uh, with your hosts, myself, Graham, and Egan. How's it going? Yeah, good, in yourself? Good, good, good. Um, well, I guess this is our first episode, so, you know, we, we probably don't need to do this every time, but at least let's just get the the niceties out the way and just tell people who we are. First and foremost, I'm a Ricardo fan, but uh, I, I do support Red Bull. Uh, it pretty much stems from when I came back to the sport. I supported McLaren as a kid, stopped supporting F1 for a, quite a while, and then around 2014 when Sebastian and uh, Daniel joined forces in in Red Bull. That's when I started watching again. And from there, pretty much history. Um, So, yeah, Red Bull and Daniel Ricciardo are pretty much my my main... Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) you can... Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure there isn't a person alive who hates Daniel Ricciardo, so... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think there is anybody that hates Daniel Ricciardo. No, nah, you um, got to love him. No, nah, I, I feel, I, if I'm really honest, I'm pretty sad at the moment. I'm pretty quite depressed. To lose Vettel and Ricciardo in the same year is going to be depressing. Oh, it's, like. it's
0: a blow, yeah. It's definitely a blow. Especially losing Seb. I'm going to go cry I, in the corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's like uh, um, I watched his video that he posted on Instagram that morning. Yeah, um, I'm still trying to decide oh. which is worse, if it was Federer's oh. farewell speech or if it was Vettel's video. But those two speeches this past few weeks have been crazy for me, man. Oh, but yeah, It is what it is.
0: It was is. terrible. I mean, then that whole thing of for the longest time Vettel didn't involve himself with social media. Pop up, pops Sebastian Vettel so Instagram <laughs> account, and I'm like, oh my god, he finally did it. And then like yeah. half an hour after, it's like, well, I'm retiring. I'm gone. I'm <laughs> out. <laughs>
1: Uh, peace guys i'm out yeah no you know switch yeah and the thing is i i didn't see him come up on insta because i i mean i don't don't live on instagram i I love instagram i go on instagram but i don't live on it you know it's like we're working people you know (laughs) but (laughs) i went i went on instagram and i saw a video of him and i was thinking i mean this is quite odd like i've never seen anything of him on instagram never before and um Then all of a sudden, uh, um, uh, I was going through it, and I'm retiring, and I'm like, oh, no, okay, this is pretty rough. And then when I looked at other people's Instagrams, they were, like, all talking about how he's now got Instagram. And I was like, (laughs) so this guy literally started social media just so so that he could peace out. Yeah. Yeah, and then I thought it was quite quite vain too because I mean he he knew that if he went onto social media he'd get millions of people instantly I mean come on man <laughs> no, I
0: mean it was millions within the first couple of hours it's like, crazy but
1: yeah he deserves it
0: I, I mean he had millions of followers before he even had anything on the account the account was blank aside from a uh-huh. profile picture and yeah. it was already millions strong
1: I can imagine you yeah. I didn't see that part but I can I can certainly imagine Anyways, Paul, what 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 yeah. is your uh, what's your background in the sport? Let's uh, let, let yeah. the people know.
0: Well, I mean, I followed the sport um, back when I was a kid, when uh, Michael was still racing, um, and sort of fell out of it uh, as I got older, and then started following it here and there, uh, and then last year I started paying a little bit more attention to it, obviously because well, we all know how last season went. Um, and then from the start of this season, I've very, been very much, uh, you know, sit down every qualifying, every race must follow Formula One.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fair. I mean, I, I, I get days where, where I miss practice and I'm thinking, oh, man, I've just missed, I've just missed the biggest part of the season of the, of the whole, of the whole weekend, you know, because you, there's so much that you can miss. I mean, there's so much to see in, in practice. I, I think, you know, there's a lot of new supporters in the world and a lot of them love the racing. They love qualifying, but, you know, not, not a lot of people actually appreciate, like, watching their practices, it's like watching a test cricket game. You know, it's like you – you, it's, it's a slow burner. You know, you're watching practice, but there's no real mm-hmm. results and nobody really appreciates it. But the thing I, I appreciate about watching, like, every single weekend, like, practices and everything is, like, you really get to see – everything about the sport you know outside yeah. of the car in the car you know leading up to the race leading up to qualifying i mean this weekend it's was a, a perfect example yeah but i mean this this weekend was was a perfect example i mean you, you take Max's example how 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 they struggled in practice yeah. and then come quali, this oak was uh, over a second ahead of leclerc obviously it didn't work out but you know the, the point is is that you know what they do in practice leads up to something. And it, it it's yeah. it's nice to see it's nice to see the bigger picture.
0: I mean, uh, I'm I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on here and say that for most practices this season, Red Bull have been, um you know, their practice pace has been quick, yes, but it's never been representative i feel of their qualifying and their race pace especially i mean you can mm. go and you can look you know practice sessions they you know they their times are in the top 5s but they're never just blisteringly fast in mm. the in the practice and then qualifying comes around and they pick up the pace a little in q1 and then q3 all of a sudden you know they're blazingly quick
2: yeah
1: uh, i if, like, if you watch last a little
0: bit of sandbagging going on there i feel
1: well, I was just about to say, and if you look at last year or the years before that, it was the same with Mercedes. I mean, yeah. those Oaks were like the king of sandbags. I mean, those Oaks. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it wasn't even a secret. It wasn't even a secret. Like, they would say, you know, like they would, they would like, if, I mean, they wouldn't yeah, come definitely. out and say, okay, we're sandbagging, but like, they would say, like, oh, we've got more comings." You know, it's like, yeah, oh, wow.
0: Exactly. But In like, case. I feel. I feel that also um Ferrari don't really do that. I mean Leclerc and Science their pace within practice is pretty representative I feel of their qualifying pace. Hence why most practice sessions have one of the two of them on the top of the the timing sheets.
1: Mm. But yeah, I think I think that the the thing with Ferrari, you know, one has to think like, you know, do do they remember how to win? You know, do they remember how to, no. how to how to be, <laughs> no. be in a championship? Cause, cause, no, I think
0: it's been too long.
1: Yeah. Because the, the fact is, it's right. Like I get it, you know, you know, do well in practice, do well in qualifying and so on, but you know, at the end of the day, you, you got to think about it like this. Why did Merck sandbag so much? Why, why do Red Bull sandbag now so much? You know, the, there's a certain kind of, you know, there's a few cards that you want to play closer to your chest. You know, you, you want to keep it Oh, in.
0: definitely. You don't yeah, want to until go it's time out there to show. And, Yeah, you don't want to... It, it's like sitting down to a poker game and just putting your hand down on the table and letting everyone see it. It's it's not yeah, the yeah. way to go.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. to
0: me, that difference in pace.
1: I really hope... I really hope that... Uh, that Red Bull aren't caught up in this whole cost cap vibe because honestly, it's well,
0: uh, I, yeah, it's it's a bit of a the thing. But from my understanding, it only got to do with last year's uh, budget, not this year's. So yes, I don't really yes, see it affecting this season at all. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I do. I do understand Especially
0: that. So close to the end.
1: I do understand that. the the The, the issue for me is that. It's, it's not about. It's not about how it can affect the uh, the overall uh, championship. It, it's more about the fact that, you know, there's already so many. Look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quite honest with you. L- Lewis Lewis Hamilton supporters and Red and and, and Max supporters are like a bunch of haters. Like they just yeah, there's crazy. so much. There is it's so much hate. It's 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 upsetting. Because honestly, like I love Max. I think he's a very likable character. But you know, Lewis, for example, you know, one doesn't have to like him to respect him. The guy has done a lot in the in in the sport. He's done a lot outside of the sport for the, for the world. And I I feel like, you know, pe- people don't have to like him, but at least respect his his, his You know, ex- respect what he's what he's done. Respect who he is. You know, and respect what he's been able to achieve in the sport. And I mean, yeah, okay, he's had the best car, but I mean. Max has had the best car at times and he's done it. Michael Schumacher had the best cars at times. And you know, it, it, the, the sport goes about if you have the best machinery, you know, you just have to come to the party. And yeah, you the know, driver you
0: needs to come to the party.
1: Exactly. And 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 Lewis does that quite consistently. So you've got to give him those props. You can't you can't just pay anything. And the point I'm trying to make is just, you know, with with that fan base, you know, the moment Red Bull gets found out for something like this. Red Bull will always be known as cheaters, you know, in the world. And, 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 and everything that they've worked for will be taken away. Like, like the joy will be sucked out of it. I mean, how, how will they go on to win this year? And we actually, the world actually goes, you know what, fair play, Red Bull, you did well. No, they're going to say, you know what, guys, you cheated. Last year, you overdid the budget cap. And you must remember, if, if, they, did, if they did this last year, it feeds into this year's car. Because last year's budget cap would have been part of the development for this year's car.
0: Yeah, but on the other hand, from what I've heard, the the amount they, or at least the rumors that I've heard, and the amount they overspent wasn't that much. In fact, Aston Martin, according to the rumors, overspent more than Red Bull did. And look where that got them so uh, it's, it's, a very... it's a conversation
1: for another day mate like yeah oh. how do you how do you go over a
0: budget how do you go over your budget cap in two years and get in a row? slower this shit box
1: <laughs> and you <laughs> two get two years
0: in a row no it's, no, it's, it's madness
1: bad. um yeah but anyways you know that, that yeah anyways i, I guess i guess that's
0: You can you can say that oh Red Bull overspent on their budget and even if they did, and even if it does come out and they do get penalized for it, you know, at the end of the day, to me that doesn't really take away from Max's drive this season at all because or Perez's for that matter because they've both proven that they the driver is what makes the difference there. I Mm. mean, if you look at Max at Spa for example, like yes his car was fast but. He beat uh, his Checo handedly. I mean, he yeah. pulled out a twenty within twelve laps. He overtook him, pulled out a twenty-five second lead, went in for a pit stop, came back out. And he was still ahead of Checo. Yeah, like that is that, true. Yeah, that is true. That and other instances of his, dri- his driving this year. It's you know a car is part of it, but if you if you have a great car and a shitty driver, you're not going to get anywhere.
1: Well, yeah, that that is true. Um, I mean, I, it, it's have yeah. an equation,
0: you don't, just because you're, like, for example, the Mercedes at the beginning of this year, you know, you got Lewis Hamilton, the seven-time world champion, stuck behind an Alpha Tower because the car just wasn't under him. You know, it's, it's two parts of an equation. And then we've seen other drivers in great cars that can't beat their teammate or can't pull it into where it should be. I mean, look at the 2020 season where Max demolished two teammates in the same car. Yeah. Pierre um, Gasly, for example, him sitting halfway down the midfield in a car that Max was routinely sticking, uh, you know, on or near the podium.
1: Which, funny enough, you can also, but in those instances, you can see that they just can't catch that car. It's it's like it's like Ricciardo with with McLaren now. You can just see that they, that they not because you 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 take Gasly for example. Gasly, Gasly went back to AlphaTauri, and then was getting into better positions than what he did when he had the Red Bull. Like that's true. How huh, how huh? Like, Well, I'm of the opinion
0: of... that you know Gasly his well. I mean, I don't think this is very much of an opinion thing. I think it's pretty. A solid opinion to say that Gasly wasn't ready for that move up into Red Bull. wasn't anywhere near ready for it. In terms yeah. of his development as a driver, I mean, and you can see it plainly because when Albon came in, he did better. And it was still the same I, to, car.
1: Yeah, if, if I'm honest, um, I, I think Perez has done great I, I, in a way. He's sort of fallen off a little bit this year up until today, but um, I really feel like Albon should have gotten another another year. I, I think you know they should have given a little bit more time. You know Red Bull are so quick to they they really so quick to to it's it's very cutthroat in that in that business and they are so quick to to change things. But I really feel like Albon should have gotten another go. Um, he he had times where he showed he could do it. Um, but it is what it is. Um, let's uh let's get to into the race. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get into into the race the race reviews. Um, oh, that
0: was an interesting one.
1: I, you know what? It was for me an extremely weird race. I, first of all, besides the weather, I mean, it's flipping it's Singapore. Really. I don't know where that rain came from, but besides the weather, it was such a weird race because I found myself like it wasn't the most exciting race, but but i was but I was excited the whole way through the race.
0: Okay. Yeah, I very much had the feeling of like going from between bits of of boredom and then just instantly the race changes and it's exciting and then it goes back to being boring yeah. for a couple of laps.
1: And it's it's so funny because the most of the excitement were like random mechanical DNFs. It's, yeah, it's weird, but it's it's just like because that happens, you know, in Singapore, you know, okay, safety car, okay, cool. Now they're going to be a restart. Now there's going to be a bit of a a, a jumble in it, yeah. It, it, Singapore, by it's, the way, the
0: only track with a 100% track record of having a safety uh, car at every race. Yes, that's great. That,
1: that, I mean, that's, when I say great, I mean, that's it, it's not, safety cars, they change, the, they change the game sometimes. Safety cars really, they make it fun sometimes. Get that restart yeah, going. a
0: bit of a mix-up, bunch up the field and see what happens hmm. type of thing.
1: Yeah, can we just, I just want to touch on, I've got a few things I wrote down here. Um, Things that I just want to touch on. Uh, from from the race specifically um (laughs) the the one thing is just you know you know when i asked you guys for your predictions earlier today um, yeah at first i was in uh, you know at first i said you know for the first episode you know we're going to do predictions top five plus a dnf yeah and uh, I, I said Yuki, and it's, it's so funny. I, oh, I think <laughs> that you cursed
0: I... him. I think you cursed Yuki. Oh
1: man, <laughs> shame, man. But that uh, sorry, I just wanted to put that in there uh, that I called that one. But in any case, I wasn't
0: the... sure about that Yuki call, honestly. When you said when you said I think Yuki's gonna crash, I was like,
1: really? I, I mean,
0: he's he's a bit reckless, but he's not a bad driver. And then as he went uh... sailing into that wall, I was like, yeah hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The only reason why I said Yuki is because I, I was like, I was thinking of all the drivers, and I thought, well, Latifi is too obvious. That's a stupid call. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's it's... one of the talking points that I've got here. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's like pulling a name out of the hat, and it just it just seemed to work. Um, uh, but, well, if we going uh, to touch on I'm Latifi sorry.
0: for for two seconds. Uh, he actually has received a five place grid penalty for uh, Suzuka. Who's that? uh latif nicholas latifi has uh, received a grid penalty really? for next race yep for causing the uh, crash with, between him and joe Yu.
1: oh i didn't see that oh that's interesting yeah. well yeah, he's so... he, he's one of he's one of the, the i've got four points here just as a, as a race review quickly four points that i just wanted to run through and um, you can you can add anything that you think of as well but um i latifi was one of those points I, and i just wanted to oh. talk about it like I, I know that I know that he's I know that he's leaving, you know. But at at what point? At what point does a team say, listen, l- let's let's get you out here, Drew. like like let's let's pull Nick in for the rest of the season. Let's put Nick up against Elbon, see 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 how Nick well, there's goes. There's no
0: point in putting Nick in there at that point. I mean, at that point, you can better pull in your reserve driver or one of the no. I'm talking about uh, the i drivers. Talk- no, oh, yeah, well, I Nick. Talking, I'm, sorry. I'm, I thought
1: you said Nick. Yeah, I mean, no. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the freeze. I'm, I'm saying, you know, like, at what point do you say, "Okay, listen, let's just put yeah. the freeze in and give him a go against Albon"? I, yeah. I, I do, I do, I do understand the whole thing with the freeze and and and, and Alpha Tauri and so on. But and he's he is still, he's
0: technically still the Mercedes reserve driver
1: still. Exactly, he's still there. So why don't you put him up against Albon and see if he's really? Because let's be honest, I mean, yeah, he he beat Latifi in his first race and and he got points, but he did get a lot of luck. I mean, the whole field what got, I mean, Latifi wasn't far off from points either in that race, you know. So it's like put Nick up against Albon and let's really see what Nick is about. You know, and I, I just feel yeah, like if
0: we look at the if we look at it, the um, Nicholas Latifi finished a whole lap down at Monza, whereas uh, Nick de Vries was. Yeah, ninth place. Uh, mm. Completely, it, I don't. I believe he wasn't even lapped by the leaders. Okay, yeah, but, the, uh, so the so leaders enough, only lapped up to uh, up to thirteenth place with Valtteri. But you yeah, know, you got one of That's your drivers funny. who's basically being lapped sometimes twice by the leaders of the race, almost every race, when he's not binning it into the wall. <laughs> 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 at, at, at some point, yeah. you got to think like. We, for the sake of our constructors' fight, we need to get rid of him.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there's still points on the table. You know, between, I mean, you've got you've got the standings there. What's the driver? How, how far is Williams behind? You know, what's the what's what's the um, points difference between Williams and uh, and the team? W-
0: Williams is never is not getting higher than tenth this season. I can tell you that much by now.
1: How many points? Uh, how many points are they on?
0: So you've got, they have six points in total, two of which okay. were scored by uh, Nick DeVries and the rest scored by Albon over the course of the season.
1: And the who's, two who's teams they...
0: Ahead of them yeah. are um, Alf Tauri and Haas, who are level on points at 34 points each.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I suppose and there's the no reach there. They can
0: barely score two no. points a
1: weekend, so. There's no reach there. No. But I suppose if there's no reach, then I guess there's no point in getting him out of the car. But I, at least for the sake of of experimenting with Nick, you know, you know, or even Sergeant. I mean, if they're gonna bring, oh, they can't because he's just finished. I mean, he's still busy with F two, isn't it? So he can Yeah, can't, Logan Sergeant
0: still busy. Yeah, F2, he's still I busy.
1: It, it, but it, it, would be good to see. But uh, anyways, I just wanted to, to cover that because that I just, I, I don't know, I, I just feel or, like no, what, actually,
0: we are wrong because the F two season was it? Yeah, the F two season is actually over.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that they can just put him into F1 straight away. I mean, sh- I don't oh, know. Well, he, placed,
0: he placed third in the standing, so he ha- in the F2 standing, so he has enough uh, super license points to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'll give him give him a go and let him and let I, him. Uh, yeah. Get Look, get a I bit mean, of experience was- up until next year.
0: It was something that I was talking to a colleague about the other day, especially in regards to Williams. It's like, at what point do you, you know, as a racing, as a team, just shut your doors and say, "Look, we can't compete?" I well, mean, the thing is,
1: yeah, but the thing is the thing is that they have sold. they just kept the name. I was listening to a, a podcast with Capita uh, um, just Jost kapita, the, the the new the new team principal. Yeah, and he and he was saying that when he started there, because remember Williams sold, they sold the company, yeah. so it's not Williams anymore. No, but, but
0: they've just but that that team just, has just gone backwards.
1: Yeah, they they decided to keep their name uh, yeah. because of the heritage, because of the heritage, and and but it is a new co- it is a new team technically. So you know what do they do for, if they sell, they're just going to sell again, and then the the new people that come. If I'm honest, I think F1 need to. You know, when it comes to, to these kinds of things, I, I think as general fans, we don't maybe understand the whole economical situation behind it. But you know, from a logical standpoint, I'm just thinking, you know, like you've got teams like Andretti and stuff like that waiting to get in, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Why don't F1s why don't F1 stand up and say, Listen, guys, let's relegate the let's relegate the bottom team every year and then new, we let a new team come in provided that they have it and then they must go out and market to people you know f1 must go out and market to newer teams to bring teams in you know then they don't have to buy out williams for example they can just come in and then williams must just figure out another you know they can go and race in a different thing you know they can just do the bond
0: i'm still of the opinion you know most most F1 circuits have room for about 22 to 24 cars, so we have room for another, uh, and one more team at least. Um, but my my whole thing with Williams is like, you know, twenty. If we look at 2017, which is the last time they placed midway in the constructor standings. You, They went from P5 in 2017, dropping to P10 in yeah. 2017. And they have been yeah, ever since then, since 2017, they have consistently been 10th. The only time they haven't yeah. been 10th was um, in those interim years was last year. And that was only because the Haas were essentially running with the previous year's call. Yeah,
1: that's fair. So at this okay. point,
0: you know... There's no, I don't see a point in them still trying to make this team work, especially when the FI or the Formula One management is out here rejecting teams like Andretti who want to come into the sport. They're rejecting yeah. their entry while allowing a team like Williams to continue to, to continue. Existing. Yeah,
1: but that's, well, that's what I was cars, trying to say. Yeah, yeah, cars, so, it, at some point, must
0: yeah. at this point.
1: Well, that's what I'm trying to say. You know, like at some point, F1 need to get involved here and say, "Hey, like, get a team like Andretti in." William, sorry, guys, you're not making the cut. You know, we need. You know, we we as a sport and as an organization, we need the sport to be more competitive. You know, and if Andretti can come in and be more competitive than. I mean, Andretti, the amount of money that Andretti is going to bring into the sport as well. I and mean, the amount they, of
0: technical knowledge that they have. I they have been running a decently exactly, successful that's a massive team, IndyCar dude. team for ages.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, Anyways, um, I guess we can do a whole podcast on Williams, but um, <laughs> and, and,
0: and <laughs> oh, you could we'll do talk. a whole you could do a whole yeah. season of podcasts on Williams. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so that's the TV. Uh, the the other thing that I wanted to bring up was was um, <laughs> I feel like we just need to to cover this, and I apologize to any Lewis fans. Please don't hate on me for this, but um, <laughs> mate, four was it four times this weekend. He overcooked into the exact same corner.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, this is a seven-time world champion. How is he getting... I mean, come on. Okay, obviously, you know, the only reason why I want to bring this up is just, you know, you don't expect a guy of his caliber to be making mistakes like that, especially four times in one weekend at the same place.
0: No, I mean, let's be real here, though. Like, yes, other drivers were making mistakes, but you know you saw drivers like max verstappen or charles leclerc making a mistake here or there and it usually was always in a different place but you see you know lewis making the same mistake in the same corner like you said over and over again and at some it point doesn't make, asks, like yeah. what what's happening here
1: yeah i i'm just i was just i, I just wanted to bring that up cuz i was just i just wanted to know you know from from somebody else's point of view like did they did they understand See what I saw because like I, I just can't understand how a man of his caliber can just continuously make that mistake at the same place it just doesn't seem to fit well because I, I feel like you know it's a seven-time world champion a guy that never really makes mistakes you know yeah same corner you're making the same mistake and it's like you know I know a lot, a lot of people are going to jump the gun here yeah. uh, Lewis is washed but <laughs> yeah, that's just that's, that's just, just not the,
0: true I mean look at it if you look at his season no, results like that's, just, that's, just that's just not how true
1: that's just how the world goes, man. Like if you go on Facebook, yeah. it's just you see it everywhere. Because George Russell's winning, owner, oh, no, Lewis is washed, uh, Daniel's washed. Uh, it's just it's just yeah. some of But but the point is it's just like if you look at it, you know, why why he struggled a lot with that car in that same yeah. corner. And I'm just I'm I'm wondering, you know, I was listening to uh Toto make um comments earlier the week about well, obviously, he made his his uh, sly comments on 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 Red Bull, which is fairly downright
0: normal. slanderous.
1: Yeah, which comments. is fairly normal.
0: Downright slanderous.
1: Yeah, it's fairly normal of him. But one thing he did say was like he was acknowledging the idea that you know last year's budget feeds into this year's car, which will feed into next year's car eventually, and so it goes on until the next regulation set, which is true. But what I was thinking though is. Is that his way of saying that they don't have a plan uh, to take on Red Bull for next year? And the reason I'm saying this, right? Just hear me out now. The reason why I'm asking that is because why why would he care? If like if he had a plan to get Mercedes back on track for next year, why would he care if last year's car made this car better, to make next year's car better, to make why would he care? Like if he had if he had something in the works for next year. Um, yeah, you know, it, it,
0: it makes it it makes one think. You know, are they sort of still floundering like they were were at the beginning of the season? I mean, we've seen a marked improvement on the the Mercedes, that that car's pace. But yeah, you have to think. You know, there's going to be also slight regulation changes going into next year, like there is every year. Um And you yeah. got to think to yourself, like, what, what is their plan here? Because you hear both of them, you know, Lewis and Russell constantly cracking on, like, oh, we're we're working hard and we're improving the car and, Well, I don't doubt that they're working hard. It's, to me, it just strikes me as odd that, you know, they say that they're working so hard, but it doesn't seem to be proving res- any results. Because yeah. it's a team that won seven Constructors titles in a row. And you've got their drivers coming out here saying, we're working on it, we're working on it, we're going to get faster. But they, you know, they're battling for podiums here.
1: Yeah, and it, it's difficult because, you know, in a way, I want them to do well. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, as we said earlier, like, it just doesn't seem like Ferrari is ready, you know, to, no. to they, they they've forgotten, they've forgotten how to win. <laughs> and and the problem no, it's is not is just that
0: the people who in the last team that they had that won they've all left the sport by now they've I all mean,
1: left the sport did, yeah
0: you know the team who who like i said helped michael dominate the sport and helped kimi win his title you know though that's not the same team that is you know that screwed over alonso that screwed over sebastian and that are currently screwing over leclerc to be honest here I, agree, I mean, I how agree. many points have Leclerc has the lost based solely on bad calls from the pit wall? Yeah,
1: I, I agree. Um, and, and that, but that's exactly my point. You know, it's like that that team just doesn't seem well oiled. And you know, if you if you look at the past years, Red Bull and Mercedes have always been two teams that just know how to get it right, weekend yeah. after weekend. Yeah. And that's why I want Mercedes to do well. I mean. If you look at last year, last year was probably one of the best seasons of F1 I've ever watched.
0: Yeah, no, no. I um, mean, don't get me wrong. If we get, if next year going into it, we get, you know, Max v. Lewis version two, I will not be upset.
1: <laughs> oh, mate, I'm, I'll put, mate, I'll tell you what, I will pay to have that, man. I will like, yeah, literally if we, pay you know, if we, to have a season like that.
0: If we go in at the beginning of next year and it's, you know, at, at Sikia again, it's Max and Hamilton going like this the whole race, oh, you whole know, day. hard <laughs> racing, oh, I'll throw a party.
1: And that's cool. And and, and, and you know what? It, like, What's funny with Leclerc and Max is that Ferrari never gave Leclerc the chance to give that to us this year, even though they had the car. They yeah. didn't give them the chance to give that I mean, test, So, you know, towards
0: the, towards the beginning of the season, they had the best car on the grid. I mean, development-wise, they've sort of lost that edge. But
1: That's every year's thing with Ferrari, though. Yeah, just, that, yeah exactly. You,
0: they, go they, back always, look,
1: they always drop off.
0: Yeah, go back and look at Seb's season. You know, they start off winning races and being strong, and,
1: and then it just
0: ooh, falls off a cliff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, ho- ho- let's hope that Lewis and and Mercedes, the the point of what I brought that up with is I just wanted to do, I just wanted to know more on 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 your thoughts on on where Mercedes are. I mean, if if Lewis is making the same mistake in the same place, not only coming from a a person who shouldn't be making those mistakes, you you tend to wonder with with Wolf's comments during the week, you tend to wonder like, do they really still not know what's going on with that car? Because, you know. You kind of think it can't be Lewis. Surely it can't be Lewis making that mistake every time into that corner. You know, you kind yeah, of think that no, maybe that yeah, corner no just didn't right. favour that car. Maybe there was something no, but, at that corner.
0: Look, I'm not. I'm not going to try and start. Uh, start something here, but I've also got to say, you know, especially this season, you've been hearing Lewis complain about the car a lot more than Russell. Now. Having said that, maybe it is just because Russell doesn't want to make waves in his first season with the team. But you've also got to think, you know, you hear Lewis almost every single race saying something bad about the car, whereas
1: Russell doesn't seem to have those problems. Yeah, he's just getting on with it, you know. But I think it's also – you just need to – I think one needs to understand as well the difference is that, you know, at this point, you've got to think about it like this. At this point, Russell is privileged, whereas yeah. – as Lewis is entitled, Lewis is entitled. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that 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 Lewis is entitled. I'm not meaning that in a rude way. what What I'm saying is that's his team. yeah, he built that um, and, and, be honest yeah, here. He, he, that's his team. and 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 Russell is privileged to be there. So I think as a privileged person here, you kind of sit back, you do your job, you do the best you can. Whereas like someone yeah. like Lewis who is more entitled to, to to winning or more entitled to being the head of the team or more entitled to be favoured and stuff like that, yeah. you, kind of, will, you, kind, of, will you kind of expect him. him. Yeah, and, and, and if I'm really honest with you, to come to Lewis's defence, which I don't do a lot of, but to come to his defence, <laughs> um, if Leclerc moaned a little bit more like Lewis did, I think Ferrari would be better off. Because I think Leclerc should be nice.
0: That's the thing that I'm concerned about for Leclerc and his future is that even comparing the two Ferrari boys, you got Leclerc who just takes the pit wall as, you know, whatever they say as the gospel mm. truth. But you've got science who will sit there and question every decision that they make, you know. And he And if mm. they're being too invasive with his racecraft, he will tell them to shut up. Like exactly. harkening back to Silverstone, where he told them to stop intervening quite rudely over the radio. So, yeah. or so, no, it wasn't Silverstone. It was um, Paul Ricard, the French Grand Prix. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes.
1: But it's uh, but it's, it's happened a belt. few times, and and yeah, it's happened a few times, and it, it is a worry for me because I feel like Leclerc is extremely quick. Yeah, but, Leclerc like, he's, needs a he's, backbone. He's just That's too amazing. nice, and I, and uh. I've, exactly, I, I feel like it's it's one thing to be extremely quick, but if you want to be a champion, I mean, if, you know, people complain about Max's driving sometimes. Senna, Schumacher, Prost, uh, uh, um, even even Hamilton when he was younger, Alonso, they all they all had that that aggression, they all had that backbone, they all had that I don't care attitude, you know, like. I'm going to take this corner, whether you like it or not. Get out of my way, kind of attitude. Whereas yeah. Leclerc, Leclerc is a bit more. He's just a little bit too nice, I feel.
0: Um, yeah, but I also feel like when it yeah. comes to the team dynamic, he's a bit too. He's a bit too nice, you know. Like, mm. if the team make a call and he thinks it's a bad call because it is a bad call, he won't yeah. say anything. He will just accept it and then he'll, you know. Obviously, be frustrated later, like the hard tire debacle in Hungary, for example. You know, he will just accept the call and mm. not contest it, and then rightfully be irate later. Yeah, that's fair. Or, well, for example, to be. To be- uh, Paul Ricard, looked back at Paul Ricard where, you know, he was complaining lap after lap after lap, I have no rear grip, I have no rear grip, I'm losing the rear end, and then when he yeah. finally did lose the rear end and careened into the wall, uh, he went into the media pen afterwards and said it was all his fault, when in reality, yeah. they should have prioritized their, Ferrari should have prioritized Leclerc's race and his need for new tires over science, but they yeah. didn't.
1: Yeah. Anyways, uh, we we're going off of we're going off of this race. Um, let's get back <laughs> onto this race. Yeah, it's it, it's so easy to get. The problem is it's so easy to get caught up in, in in these conversations because you know everything that happens today stems from the whole season. You know everything that happens in the next race can come from all. To be honest, Ferrari today were on top of it. I feel yeah. like they did everything perfectly well. And if I'm really honest with you, even more so than Mercedes, I feel yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. so so if I, if I'm really honest, you know, you know, having this conversation, yeah, it's fine. Um, we, we we should probably get back onto the race review for, for for this weekend. But but having this conversation is probably not far off because everything that's happened during the, the the year has stemmed to to this conversation. Every race, how did how did Ferrari do? Not how did Leclerc do? How did Science do? How did Ferrari do?
0: Because at the yeah. end of the day,
1: it that's what it goes down to, you know, if if Ferrari are on it, then there's a fight. I mean, yeah. The most yeah, exciting I
0: mean, part of the race the was only the Ferrari chasing. Yeah, no, Ferrari is the only one with a car capable of fighting those Red Bulls at that point. I mean, like on mm. sheer on on one lap pace, the Red Bulls aren't that fast. I mean, they're not.
2: Mm.
0: But in terms of race pace, uh, especially towards the latter half of this season, the race pace of the Red Bulls has been borderline overwhelming
2: especially when their
0: drivers are on it like max at spa or Checo today he was just on it you know he wasn't putting a foot wrong not a tire slip in sight and when he when he drove well the car performed well and that race pace was shockingly good
1: yeah that's true that
0: is true especially when when you know let's be honest here um I would say, overall, Leclerc, between Leclerc and Checo, Leclerc is the quicker driver. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Not Um, to bash Checo or anything like that. He's a a spectacular driver, and I would say his defending is better than Leclerc's. But, you know, everyone has their own strengths, and I would say that... mm. You know, I would say that part of the reason why Checo got that win today is because... Leclerc is a bit uncertain and he's fast, but he's obviously not as experienced. And he didn't yeah. know how to... like it's a you were technical saying, track. He doesn't well, have he does. that aggression to break exactly. Paris' defense. So, it eventually, is. having to sit behind him for so long and not knowing where to put your nose in, eventually he made a mistake and he, he fed fa- Perez broke the DRS and that was essentially the end of it.
1: Yeah, let's just... Uh, let's go into into the next uh, thing and uh go who's your goat of the day so oh. i'll let you start
0: that's kind of a i find that one to be kind of a tough one considering you know we had some quite strong drives today but i would have to say one of the drives that impressed me obviously the perez his drive was spectacular yeah. i mean he led every lap i don't yeah. think there was a moment where he wasn't in control of this race um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Lando did I mean, quite well. There's not much Lando I can say to well. Who? Uh, Norris.
1: Lando Norris Oh quite yes, well yes. There. I was quite impressed with Stroll. Um, for 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 somebody who gets a lot of stick, um, he he has his moments in some in some races where he he just he just drives. He does nothing exciting. He does nothing bad. Anything. He just drives. And if the strategy works, if luck comes his way, he's there. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, that's sometimes all you need to do. And so, yeah, I don't think that quality
0: makes a, that quality doesn't make a champion, but it does mean that, you know, if you play your strategy right, you can score a a high position or even a podium here and there.
1: I agree. It's certainly not the goat of the day, but I was quite impressed with him. I'm going to agree with you. I think Perez was definitely the goat of the day. Uh, Definitely One of his
0: best drives ever, to be honest.
1: i agree 100 percent. i agree um okay well i guess we don't need to talk too much about it. i think most of the world will agree that he was the goat of the day oh, um,
0: definitely
1: cool. although Let's i will say key.
0: just on a quick yep. tangent i'm i was still despite the fact that it was kind of expected that max would do well no matter what the race throw it threw at him i feel like despite the fact that he made a few driver errors I will say that the ability to, you know, recover from those errors or recover from those unfortunate events was Mm -hmm. quite impressive. Not as impressive as Checo's drive, but I will say it was impressive to watch him, you know, especially in those last 20 minutes to go past two cars in that very little time remaining.
1: It's impressive how quickly he closes up on guys in front of him. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's so unreal how quickly he closes up.
0: I mean I think I was I was watching him when he was um oh he was got, I think he was closing in on it was after he'd made the pit stop when he had the massive lockup. And mm. he was I feel like How's I that spin, like, by the way?
1: How was that spin? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, just shoop, right like around. Got around uh, and he was ticked. He was just yeah. like uh, chuck to pull the chuck Norris.
0: I felt like he came out of the pits and he had like a massive, like fucking, almost ten second gap to Valtteri. And then I, you know, I'm paying attention to the rest of the field. And then all of a sudden, I look back and he's like right up Valtteri's gearbox. And it's like, what, yeah. when did he do this?
1: <laughs> it's mental, man. I, I, yeah, I don't it's know. It, it's impressive to see how quickly he closes
0: up. Oh, I'm just disappointed um, as a as a fan of his. I'm disappointed that you know after yesterday's qualifying debacle that we couldn't have seen what he. You know what he could have done if he. I mean, was... he could have won that race
1: pretty easily if you think about yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I feel like if he started a lot alongside Leclerc, I feel like we could have yeah. seen another one-two for Red Bull. But that would have been kind of boring, if I'm honest.
1: So, sometimes boring is what we need, man. I mean, mm. well, so, so, so,
0: God knows that Red Bull don't need any more points.
1: No, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, all right. Uh, donkey, of uh, <laughs> donkey of the day. Let's Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day. let's get our textbooks out here because I've got a few to write down here, mate. Like
0: Good Lord, there was today
1: some was tragic driving. There was some real stuff.
0: Actually, I have a slight I have a slightly An unconventional opinion here. I think the donkey of the day is whoever designed the bloody Renault engines. (laughs) Like I will take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Both of them. You've got Alonso, who is you know holding Max behind. You know one of the most aggressive drivers of the decade, and he's just planted himself right in front of Max. And he's in the top five, one of his best positions of the whole season, and then engine goes. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll take like it. a handful of laps later, Esteban Ocon uh, oh, also out of the race, just gone.
1: Yeah,
0: so, so, yeah I I agree, man. I'll take that.
1: If I'm nice. really honest, th- there's too many drivers to pick from, so I'll I'll take that. You know, yeah. What did we have? Re- Renault we engine. Re- Renault Renault are the donkeys today. You know, yep. there's no specific driver. Just. Renault. Well, we just, I mean,
0: if you make me pick a driver, obviously Latifi. But, you know, well, if we're talking overall, yeah, the Renault engineers, whatever the fuck yeah. they're doing at the factory, I have no idea.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, look, it's a bit of a boring answer from my end, but I do agree with both Perez being the goat and Renault being the donkey. I do also agree with Latifi. If I can just put a a, a, a quick shout out there, I, I know he struggled a lot. If I'm really honest, a donkey of the day for me, which I, I won't say he was worse than like Latifi, for example, because at least he stayed in the race. But And I'm going to get a lot of stick for this, but Russell, to me, mate, like, I know he went through a lot. I know he stopped a lot. He had a lot of stuff, but he really struggled to get through a field with a superior car to most yeah. of what was ahead of him. And you look at Max, for example. Max cut through that field, like yeah, it's not like Max, he struggled. Max was just
0: going down and then back up and then down and then back up the whole the whole race. It, but George, just... exactly,
1: and George was struggling to pass the horse, the the horses, and 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 so on. And So yeah, I feel to me, to me, you know, for somebody who's been a top five contender every single race this year, uh, bar one where he got um, DNF, you know, I, I expected a little bit, you know, I I expected him to do a Lewis. Lewis Hamilton, in my opinion, would have cut through the field from the back. Uh, it's just the type of driver he is. He always has done it before. I mean,
0: he did it last
1: week. Exactly. At, at, exactly.
0: We did it last week at Monza, You know, he started towards the back yeah. and he cut through the field. I mean, not as quick as he would have done in last year's card, mind you. But Exactly.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> he still managed but, but, yeah. to cut
0: through the field, follow Sainz right through the field. But, yeah, George yeah. just
1: couldn't, yeah, couldn't so, manage
0: it today. Yeah, I mean, he finished so, so two for me, laps
1: down. Exactly. So yeah, but to me, to fair, yeah, to me, though, he's the donkey.
0: To be fair, though, he did
1: um, the he did those extra quits right? He did those extra cuts yeah. he didn't need, to. but yeah. but still, but still, he did those extra cuts because he was in that position.
0: Yeah, and the contact with Magnuson and the puncture also didn't
1: help. (laughs) If he if he wasn't in that position, if he was able to cut through the field, he wouldn't be in the position where he needed to take those extra puts. So yeah, to to me to me, I'm calling I'm calling Russell my donkey of the day. Um (laughs) but I'd be hate for that one. Ah that's that's too bad, mate. (laughs) 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 Let them come let Uh. them come. With them. Although on the topic Anyways.
0: of cutting through the field, I feel like uh, I feel like at some point Lando and Vettel probably felt like they were playing, you know, Dutch whack-a-mole with, you know, Max Verstappen. <laughs> just like, they think, okay, he's gone now, I don't have to worry about it. And then they look over their other shoulder and it's like, oh, he's back again. He's
1: back, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, I think yeah, I, Max was on a different one. That. The thing with yeah. Max is he's just, he's just... He's
0: been on it all season. I mean... Yeah. He would have – I mean, I'm of the opinion that he would have had pole on Saturday if
1: – He definitely would. Did you not see Um, uh, Anthony
0: – That second lap, he was over – accumulatively over a second faster than Charles.
1: Yeah, well, they showed the side by side. Uh, Charles yeah. versus Max. Max was ahead the whole way, right until yep. end. And then he just yep. pulled – he was – up until he pulled into the, the pits, he was ahead
0: yeah he would have if he had crossed that line, he it would have been a poll time
1: hundred percent yeah,
0: yeah. he was on it, and it was just unfortunate that Red Bull made a rare miscalculation in their fuel levels,
1: yeah, all right. There let's we- move over to let's move over to the to the big one, obviously yeah, so 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 for that for, for those uh, three people that that actually get to watch this podcast, um <laughs> We Just for their context, um, we are going to uh, rank from one to five. So basically, uh, uh, sorry, from zero to five. So basically, how the ranking will work. Zero means, why did you bother pitching up? (laughs) Um, One means, maybe you should just go home. Uh, Two means, you did okay, but there was just something that was missing. Uh, Three is, you just did your job. Uh, 4 is a great drive and 5 is goat-like performance.
0: Yeah, so, so 3 is essentially uh, your land stroll.
1: <laughs> yeah, um you rock up, you do your
0: job and you go home.
1: <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah. Um, so let, let's 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 run through the drivers. We, we don't need to spend too much time on it. I think we've spent yeah, we don't need much to spend time, time
0: on individual driver performance.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know we we when we need to speak about it, we can speak about it. But let's just run through it. Um, I think we can maybe come to an agreement on 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 points. Um, when when BT is with us, um, we we just basically go on like um, uh, majority votes. So, for example, if I say two and you guys say three and and BT says three, then it will be a three kind of thing. Yeah. But for for today, let's just try and try and come to some agreement. Uh, eventually, we pull the three people that watch this podcast in, and then they can vote too, and then we'll see how we compare to them. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's start off with Max. Um, I'm going to give Max, in my opinion, I'm just going to give him a four. Yeah. I think he did do extra than normal. He, it, wasn't yeah, a definitely. it wasn't a goat-like experience, but it was definitely a solid, great drive.
0: Yeah, especially being able to come back up through the field was definitely...
1: Impressive,
0: but it wasn't that all-dominating drive that we've been seeing every now and again from him. Well, quite frequently from him this season.
1: Exactly. Uh, Okay, Perez, I'm going to give him a goat luck. I think that was the best race he's ever had. Um, Charles, I'm going to give Charles... If I'm really honest with you, I want to give him a four. Um, No, I would say three.
0: I don't really think he did anything special today. You know, yeah. he started on Paul, lost it immediately, and just sat behind Perez for the rest of the race.
1: But what more could he have done? I suppose we spoke about it earlier, right? He could have been more aggressive. Um, yeah. I
0: think... While he had DRS, especially towards the end of the race, he could have been more aggressive, but he wasn't.
1: Yeah. Okay. I guess I, I agree with that. Let's go for a three there. Yeah. Uh, science. I'm going to go with a two. I think he did. Yeah. I don't it's even know why bad. he
0: bothered showing up. <laughs>
1: It's 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 a difficult one to call here because two two to our to our knowledge is you did okay but something is missing. I mean, the guy came third, you know. Yeah. To give him okay. a two is quite harsh.
0: Yes, he came third. You're right. You're right. But when you're racing two McLarens, third's not really that hard when you're in a Ferrari. Let's be. R- real. That's weird. true. Land
1: eh? Lando was up his
0: gearbox eh?
1: So. Yeah. Someone's... Fighting with McLarens, nah, shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, so if you're in a Ferrari you.
0: and you're fighting with McLarens, I don't know what you're doing, and you don't, you're not doing well. That's true.
1: All yeah. right, Russell.
0: Um... Uh, boy. Th- considering all of the misfortune he experienced, I would say a three. Because oh. not all of it was his fault. Like there was a few <laughs> things where, like, for example, he shouldn't of even started there, considering. How fast Lewis was during qualifying, but you know, at the end of the day, it's not all of it was his fault, and yeah, I can't really blame him for everything that went wrong, so I would say about a three.
1: Okay, I- I'm not gonna lie, I was, I mean, I was he the
0: full gonna... fastest lap, so um, and it's not like he was sleeping, like it's not like he was asleep at the wheel, like science was. I mean, science was in my opinion he had fallen asleep behind the wheel of that Ferrari
1: yeah that's fair uh, if I'm honest I was going to go for a one <laughs> a one really you know
0: you've got this Russell like, hate just
1: home, right here, like. just go home mate like I don't know what you're doing today this is not the Russell that I know and, and, and that's, <laughs> the thing is he brings it upon himself right because let's be honest like we just by now we 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 expect better yeah. So,
0: now you can't go, yeah. you know, parading the title Mister Consistency for the first half yeah. of the season, and then exactly. So I'm
1: this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in the middle. Uh, you said three, I said one, so I'm just gonna we'll say give a two. Him a two. Yeah, we'll yeah, give, him a, give two. him a two. Hamilton. Um, oh. Oof. Um. I'll give it a three.
0: Yeah, at best a three. He really didn't do anything, and at some points it was. He did his job. He did what he playing. needed to do. Uh, what well, I mean, no, it's, it's to... Lewis Hamilton, he's in the third best car on the grid, his job is to fight for a podium, but that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, but, okay, so then should we give him a two, because something was missing, I mean, he made yeah, some mistakes, which is very unlike Hamilton, like yeah.
0: Something, and especially given his prior performances of this track, something was missing for, for Hamilton.
1: Exactly. Today. Okay, Ocon, um... Okay, so this is difficult. So with the that, guys that DNF'd, uh, I think let's just... How were they doing up until they got to their DNF?
0: Yeah, um, Akon was not running
1: at the points when he dnf He didn't seem to be doing too well. He was quite anonymous. Pretty much how he's been the whole year, to be fair.
0: Yeah, to be fair, he hasn't yeah. really had any standouts. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to give him a three um
0: yeah i would so, say he rocked yeah. up you know he raced but at the end of the day the dnf wasn't as fault.
1: so the average score should be three because most most drivers should just be doing their job you know yeah, otherwise exactly. you know um so when, when somebody is like un, ungradable like for example if they dnf then there's not much to grade we just give them a three yeah uh, at this at this point uh, i'm going to give them a three just purely because you know up until he got dnf you know yeah, he, he didn't, wasn't he
0: didn't crash he didn't make contact with anybody yeah.
1: he didn't do anything wrong he was just he, he was doing the best he
0: could. yeah he yeah. just drove on a track that he's not very familiar with if knowledge if memory serves me correctly so
1: yeah okay alonzo oh i'm
0: giving a i would have to say alonzo gets a four for me because he was i like that
1: I was gonna he
0: say had, the same. He planted that bloody car parked. in front of Max, and he did he chose merindia
1: at he chose Emeryn? at that that car, and he popped that bus. Yeah, Yep. Cool. yeah. All aboard
0: uh, the Alonso train, like.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Hundred percent. If, if okay, he hadn't
0: uh, DNF'd, I think that train would have gotten bigger. I think he would have picked up the Aston Martins as well. <laughs> That's true. No, I believe at the time the Mastin Martins were ahead, one of them was ahead of him. I believe Stroll was ahead of him at the time, but he definitely would have picked up the Alpha Tauris at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he did, he did well. I enjoyed yeah, watching him. Yeah, he did well. It's from, just a shame from, from,
0: from Max. Know, he, yeah, it's just a shame that he DNF'd out of such a good race result. Well, like I, I said, Donkey yeah. of the Day. Donkey Renault of the Day, Rena. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, let's move on to the McLaren boys. Um, yeah, Norris. Cool. I'm gonna I, give Norris a four.
0: Yeah, I think Norris and Norris and Daniel deserve a four, both of them.
2: Okay. Um
0: Whatever. they were right. And they were by each other, and the only reason that there was such a big gap between the two of them at the end of the race was because Daniel's softs just fell off a cliff eventually, as soft tires tend to do. Yeah,
1: that's true. I agree with, with that. We've we'll, we'll got
0: he put those self tires on way early, and he stayed on them to the end of the race. So
1: he did quite well with them, to be fair, yeah. especially to hold them until the end. So I mean, uh, I mean, he deserves you know, a four Perez in my is, mind. Perez is usually the the tire king, but the, the tire whisperer. But we'll give it to Daniel today. Yeah. Um. Okay, Bottas. Um. He was anonymous. I didn't see him, Bottas. While. Uh,
0: yeah, he was, he finished 11th just ahead of the Haas of Kevin Magnussen.
1: I'm going to give him a so, three because, I mean, it's an alpha. It's alpha MA, it's not like he's supposed to be, you know, scoring crazy points. But he just didn't seem to, I mean, I can't say anything was missing. He was he was racing. He was doing his race. Nothing really missing there. Um, so Three, he did his job.
0: Yeah, he just did his job, you know.
1: Zarqa uh, you, I'll give him a three up until the point that Latifi took him out. He was
0: yeah, like pretty he was good. Just racing his race, and then Latifi decided to uh, you know deck him into a wall.
1: Mm, I didn't see him apparently.
0: Yeah. Um, fucking... Although anyway. if I had to rate his helmet, I'm giving him a fucking zero. <laughs> 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 that thing was ugly.
1: Fair enough. Um. Uh, Gasly
0: oh ghastly
1: very anonymous today as well
0: yeah didn't really do much um well i mean he finished he he scored a point so
1: i'll give him a three yeah
0: i mean he's in that alpha tower he's not the best well yeah he's a back marker but
1: there was six dnf cars so yeah so i mean they they should have been eight points up for grabs to fight for
0: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah uh sonoda uh Sonoda, it,
0: yeah. yeah, no, Sonoda has binned it out of driver errors, so I'm gonna have to give him like a two.
1: Okay, I'll agree with that. That's fine. Uh that he was yep.
0: he was driving pretty quick before he decked it into the wall, so I'm not I am not going to give him a one, but you know, there was something missing and he ended up putting it in the wall, so
1: yeah, I think two is fair. Um I think one's yeah. a bit harsh. I think he was uh, doing okay up until then.
0: Yeah, so I'd say too. So, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised. Toto hasn't blamed Hannah Schmidt for Yeah, <laughs> so no, I mean, I'm just saying it, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, moving on. Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, look, I don't want I mean, to how bash many, Magnus how many in times, too much. How many? How many? How many front wings has this guy had to replace in this, this season? And
0: okay, like, look. Half of it's like most of it's not even his fault.
1: And then, and then I think the guy's a bit of a rocket ship. I like him, by the way. I, I just... No,
0: no, no. I mean, you look like he's <clears> bit, <throat> he's had this same thing happen to him three times now, right? Where somebody, you know, he has a collision in lap one and has to change his front wing. It happened in Spain. It happened at Canada, and it happened again today, and probably one or two other times that I'm not remembering. But mm. I, it's not. Like, a lot of them, and the FIA agrees with me, because they're all deemed as racing incidents, so yeah. you know, they're not necessarily his fault. I mean, I didn't see him, in my view, he didn't put the nose in the wrong place for it to be broken today. I feel like it was just an unfortunate racing incident.
1: Fair enough. Okay, so what are we giving him?
0: Oh, I would say, I would say just the three. I mean, he didn't really do anything wrong, but he didn't really do anything
1: spectacular yeah, I, I i didn't see much of him um i think it's you know, there okay. wasn't really think...
0: much to say he just sat behind the wheel and drove mm. the car
1: yeah i agree um okay um mick
0: yeah Mick's an interesting one because he you know yeah i would say mick if i give him an overall rating of the season the whole season i would say just a, a two the whole season like he's had moments of being really good, but he just there's something missing in his drive. Yeah, you know? I, I, like, I agree.
1: I agree, hundred percent. so we're we gonna are we gonna go two for this race as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna give him a two for, from my
0: side. Pretty much every race except for Silverstone and Austria, he's been racing at a, at a two.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right, um, the two mm-hmm. Aston Martin boys. Now, I'm I'm gonna go. If I'm honest, I'm gonna go four for both of them. Um, yeah, no, hundred percent. I think even Lance, you know, over I think, you know, just being there and just just driving properly and just yeah. not causing nonsense and just being there, I think gave him good points today. Um, yeah. Now, so I, I think I, I really, would, really good drives for both of them.
0: I would actually I mean we don't we don't deal in half points, but in my opinion I would say Seb probably got a four and a half because he was you know, he can't, not only was he keeping, he was keeping at one point Max and Lewis behind him for quite a while. Mm. In a Young. car that is relatively, like, you know, when you compare the Merc and especially the Red Bull to the Aston Martin, it's like
1: comparing. Just say it, man. You can Ferrari say it. Be honest, man. Just say sports it. It's, with fucking kiddies it's, it's, it's terrible, mate.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Just say garbage. it. It's terrible. Yeah. It is, so, yeah. I like
1: the tractor. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you can fucking, if you can keep a Ferrari sports car behind you in a bloody, like, kiddie's walk-along fucking car, then you're doing something right.
1: Fair enough. Okay, well, let's do fours for them both. Um, And then the last two, Elbon Latifi, we're giving Latifi a five, eh?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go TP. We get some five Go TV. for me. Sure, sure. Honestly. okay I'm nope, giving
1: TP a, a zero. I yeah, don't know why he even fuck. came. <laughs> he should have just stayed in the
0: hotel. I don't even know why he's allowed to come. I don't know why he hasn't been banned from the fucking paddock at this
1: point. I agree. Uh, Elbon. Holy shit. yeah I agree. Albon's yeah. a tough one as well. Also very anonymous. Uh, before yeah. he got DNF'd, I also didn't really see
2: I don't know. Say again?
0: What did he DNF from? Um. Why did he DNF? I think. Oh, wait, no. He was going into, he was complaining about his brakes all, all set and And then at one point he went for a corner, hit the apex, the car just didn't turn.
1: Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes.
0: And then he went into the wall, front wing came off, and then he limped back to the pits. And at that mm. point, it was the same thing that happened with Latifi as well. Like the car had a what seemed like a fixable issue, and then they had to just cut it at the pit. Yeah. So what should we do? We- find out what the fuck happened to the two Williams this week because you know both of them seemed like Latifi managed to get back to the pits with nothing but a puncture. Mm. And uh, you know, Albon managed to get back, they put a new set of tires on his car. They changed this front wing, and then yeah. you know the man at the back with the jack just started going like that, and they turned off the car. Yeah, I, I um, don't know I mean, I think how much damage is... do you by slowly careening into a wall. Like, what's going on? Yeah, like, are they are they starting to make the the car parts out of, of the Williams out of paper mache? Like, are they that broke?
1: Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I I don't know. They they I don't know. Uh you know, it's it's difficult to um
0: It's difficult to say, but it's very questionable.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a three. I think it was a slightly unagradable,
0: ungradable yeah, was, for, for, yeah. for um, so ungradable for Album. Very ungradable performance in my opinion. But,
1: but I but I do tend to agree. I, I'm not sure, you know, what Williams are doing but something is just not working there. It um, yeah. hasn't been for a few years, but it is a, like, like we said at the beginning, uh, we can have a whole podcast on Williams. Um, it's just...
0: Yeah, we could do a whole... Like, you could do a whole special on Williams of their whole history, like...
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Going right. from a dominant team to a shitbox.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, fair enough. words. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Um. So... Let's just close off uh, on predictions. So I'm going to be scoring predictions as well. Um, So basically uh, what we will do with predictions is for every one you get right, it's two points. And for every one where you won off, it's one point. So if you say Leclerc's first, but he came second, you get one point. But if you say he's first and he came first, you get two points.
0: Fair enough. I don't remember what my predictions were, to be honest. (laughs) You said Leclerc,
1: Hamilton, Science Max, Alonso.
0: Yeah, um, so
1: I was somewhat off. <laughs> so you got you got one point for Leclerc. Yeah. Because he was, you were one off. Yeah. You got one point for science because you yep. were one off. Well, no, I no, said Sainz would come third, two, so I got sorry, three points. Yeah, two points. Yeah. So, you, so you got three points and then, yeah, the rest, no. Uh um, Yeah. <laughs> I basically, really
0: thought Alonso was going to do better.
1: Yeah, I basically got two points. I said Leclerc first, which he came second, so I get one there. And I said Science fourth, which he came third, so I will get one there. So you got three, I got two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think... I didn't see the Alonso DNF coming, so... Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that Max would have done better, but nah, well... <laughs> He can't be on it all the time and i don't know what the hell happened to lewis That's like true. from his qualifying pace i thought oh fucking lewis is gonna be right up there on the podium and then he wasn't
1: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, i don't look, know
0: what happened it, to him. but
1: this race was quite an unpredictable and a lot of things went down here yeah, so to be fair i don't think that much was easy to call here um yeah but no, it, it, you know I. Over a season, you'll probably find that your predictions become sometimes interesting, sometimes quite predictable. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, for now, I'm predicting um, a
0: max win for next week. Yeah, I'm not being hopeful
1: or anything. <laughs> fair enough. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to post our predictions on Instagram. Oh. So, so what, what I'll do is um, I think we, we won't talk about our predictions now. I think we'll we'll go through practice first, or even quali, and after qualifying, yeah. we make... after After each quali session, we make our predictions. I will post those predictions. If people want to go see, they can go see our predictions on Instagram. I'll link all the stuff down below, um, and uh, if they want to go see our predictions there after quali, then uh, after quali, I'll post all of our predictions on Instagram, and then we'll score it at the end of the race in the next podcast so go check it uh, go check in the links below for our instagram accounts um, and we will put our predictions there on a Saturday after quality um cool let's um let's close it off um yeah, well, let's
0: close on the fact that mathematically speaking unless leclerc comes second next week if max wins the championship's over yeah um, yeah, we could be looking at the end of uh, the end of the cham- of the 2022 championship for next week.
1: That is true. Uh, so, so, is that basically your race week takeaway? So, next week we're going to be next pretty much week's finishing championship decider. That would be great for it would be great for 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 uh, Red Bull if you think about it because it's it's pretty much uh, you can call it a home race in a way.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. But well, yeah, them, I, mean, so I think one of the bad. main, I, either than the fact that uh, Perez is still very much got the talent to race in Red Bull, I would say that the other thing to take away from it is, that, you know, with these results, it pretty much, especially with Checo's win and taking those points away from Leclerc, um, mm. if Leclerc doesn't, if it's not, if Leclerc doesn't come second or first next week, the champ, and Max wins the championships over. And you know, people might yeah. say, Oh, well that's if Max wins, but I think if his record this season has shown anything is that uh, Max winning is not a very unlikely outcome.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh, and it's and it's not a bad takeaway because the chances were he could have won this weekend, but no, obviously Leclerc um, I mean, would have had to come eighth or something.
0: Yeah, the Leclerc and Perez would have both had to finish essentially outside of the points in order for him to win
1: yeah so so we'll we'll leave it to we'll leave it to japan and and hopefully he closes it off i mean it it does make for a boring rest of the year in that way um but it would be nice to see him get his championship uh without the the noise about how he stole it from hamilton you know that's a story for another day Oh, that's um, a story
0: we're not going to touch with a ten-foot pole.
1: <laughs> no, hundred percent. I want to stay away from that. So cool, man. So so great first episode, and uh, I hope I hope you guys technical difficulties aside. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut some of it out. Um, but I hope I hope that uh, you guys watching uh, enjoyed what what we have to offer. Uh, obviously, we'll be doing this every week after every race and so on. So. Um, Hopefully we get better at this. <laughs> um, but cool, guys. Thanks for for joining, and 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 Egan, thanks for for the chat. And yeah. uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep this going and carry on next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.